Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There are more podcasts than grains of sand. A motley crew set themselves the challenge of a lifetime to find the most kick-ass things to do and do them. This is How to Kill an Hour. With Marcus Bronzi and a few guys who, well, they claim to be his friends. Are you serious? Hey. Hey, bruv, that was so epic. I almost cried. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's a good way to burn a minute of the episode, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is How to Kill an Hour. I'm Marcus Bronzi. I'm Sean. How you doing, bruv? You right? Yeah, bad. Not too bad yourself. Nah, hey, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm ready to kick off this show where we talk a little bit about how we've been killing some time, where we find some of the internet's funkiest jokes and also some of the world's weirdest stories. Um, I've got some stories today that I'm going to struggle to even... I still don't know if they're real or not, basically. I, I'm trying to find out if they're hoaxes because it's just... That bad. It's just funny, isn't it? It's wild. Like, wild enough for it to be believable, but also I'm like, oh, this could be a really good a ruse. Uh, anyway, we like to kick off the show talking about how we've killed a bit of time. Um, I've got a couple of things this week. Okay. Very different. Forward thinking, and the other one is thinking of the moment and here and now. But before I do that, can I ask you, Sean, how have you been killing some time, aka our kill a bit section of the show? I killed a bit of time this week by going to the O2 and seeing Queens of the Stone Age. Yes, Queens of the Stone Age, yeah? Yo. What was that saying? I was for, the, for those that don't know, Queens of the Stone Age, please furnish us. They are a rock group yeah um but we you know like i mean i think like um the main the lead singer he must be what 50 51 now so they've been around for they've been around for a while still yeah man yeah but, yeah, but yeah. it was hey were they still throwing it down because i feel like when you see older artists sometimes you can expect a performance of a 20 year old and sometimes they can sometimes they can't hey my man was crowd surfing and everything hey what hey, i'm telling you in but the I, O2? But, yeah, but I know I know people that went to see him like 10, 15 years ago, and they're saying that he's even better now. Like uh, and it, and also his 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 uh his banter between songs yeah. is just like on point, man. Like he had wow. these stitches, like you know what I mean? He's just he's just like there are certain people I've gone to see in the past and they've like in festivals and stuff like that, and I'm like what a complete wanker. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I just can't listen to them anymore. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but it was like completely the opposite. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who's giving it more and more energy. Um, example is really make sure that when he does a live show. But I've seen an example a couple of times. Gonna go, I'm seeing him in, I think it's in the new year. Yeah, on the new, in the, ooh, in the new year or four new years. Not for, um, not four new years, yeah, not yeah, four yeah. new years. But he's always wicked energy, man. Yeah, full energy. He, he goes to the gym and works out a lot now to make sure that he's got that kind of okay. tour energy. Um, I saw 50 uh, last week you as well. You did, didn't it? 50s 48 a couple of them and them yeah 50s 48 though bro. 50s 48 so 50 Aye. was moving like a 
Is he gonna establish gentlemen? Is he gonna do a is he gonna do a, a tour in two years? He's a tourist businessman, bruv. So I was yeah. thinking, final lap tour, he sold a million tickets for this tour already, right? Fifty at fifty. It makes it, sense, it, it innit? Can't not, innit? Yeah. Can't not. I, I think he even called the tour of this tour the final lap or the last leg or something like that. To like he he knows the deal with business. You gotta do your this is the end tour. And it's like Jay-Z done done his black album in it, and that's supposed to be his his last album. Yeah. Clearly released a lot of music <laughs> after that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um I I, so, yeah. I, I, I caught up with um I caught up with uh, KJ, one of our friends that, that, yeah. that went along with you. Um yeah, he said he had a he had a great time. He did. He did say that some of the levels weren't quite right with the, with the instrumentals and the the some of the vocals were a bit muffled. And that was. I think yeah. I, I think it's what I, my experience of that is. You got sound techies that are good with singers, but they're not good with rappers. Mm. And they and they Different don't understand. They just see it as shouting into a microphone, so they don't respect it. They don't rate it. It's like oh, whatever. That is a dead tech loan. It. Why would you get? Because they put their music preference into it. I've seen it. I've seen it go both ways. I've seen people that like hip hop be shit with live acts and people that like live acts be shit. I'm not trying to paint all techies on mm. it, but the O2 is fantastic acoustically for singing. So singing artists, everyone says how amazing it is. For rapping, it can struggle sometimes. Right. And again, 50 ain't running up and down the stage doing backflips. So you're not seeing the dancing or whatever. He's like standing there doing like one arm up and down. Because he's a big man, bruv. You get me? Like, I get it. I want him. <laughs> and he's been on tour for five months. So clearly, like, you know, you don't want to bust, your, bust yourself up. So, um, yeah, there were a couple songs that were a little bit, well, but then there was like some of the hits, like, you know, 21 Questions and stuff like that. Just was so nice, like hearing a whole audience sing it. Um, we had an experience that I discussed on a previous episode um, where when Richie filled in about um, uh, uh, some action that happened over there as well, um, which I could tell you about off the pod okay. because I don't want to repeat myself. Right, but yeah, right, it was, cool, it was cool, a cool. very funny, wild experience. Um, so yeah, man, it's good. So, but you enjoyed it though, yeah? Good time. Good, good. Oh. It's a good venue. Yeah, I, I'm like the the sound was a, a, like incredible, but nice. the whole performance incredible. Like yeah. um, I went and saw them. I went and saw them in Margate, like during the summer. Yeah, and again, amazing, but completely different. Really, um, completely different. It was just like um, it was probably like I'm, I'm gonna guess. What's, what's the what's the um, capacity though? Two what twenty thirty thousand or for the O two? It's twelve thousand, I think. Yeah. Ah, or eighteen thousand. Come on, no way. No, eighteen thousand, I think. I could, I'll Google it as, as, as you I'm, talk. I'm, I'm thinking about because was it the same at fifty where it was like all standing? The whole of the floor was whole floor, whole floor standing. Was standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out because I, I I was trying to. I was looking at it like a football stadium and I was thinking if this was a football stadium how many people do I think would, would be here? I reckon at least 20,000, man. And I'm, I'm, double, I'm, I'm seconds away. I'm seconds away. You're going to come up with like 4,000 or something nonsense. 20,000. 20,000? Yeah. Okay, okay. So I was wrong with that it, 12, sorry. No, 20. but like even looking at it, it looks like yeah. 30 plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. Of, uh, but yeah, wicked vibe, man. Wicked vibe. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I think, oh, great, man. Glad you enjoyed it, bro. Glad you enjoyed it, man. I, I'm, and the same for 50? Yeah, I I don't want to see a new artist. I want to see an old established artist because one thing you're going to get is all the hits, all the bangers. Mm. And I'll be honest, it was nice just to be around a bunch of old farts because everyone was in there was an old fart. Was it? There were, actually, to be fair, there were some like 12-year-olds, 15-year-olds, I think, or 16-year-olds. I'm like, the agent was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Is your dad bringing you out? Like, but um, And it was a good crowd, vibey. I feel like... Everyone was just a bit tired, innit? Because we're older. It's like an older audience, innit? It's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, do you know what I was like? I was like, oh, thank God we got sitting seats. Could have a little sit, what, was sit there, before. Oh, like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not during one. I saw one grumpy woman sitting down at, during the show. And I'm hoping that's just for medical reasons. Because if you're all the way at a concert and you sit, no, there was one prick actually, because I know who they are actually, but just sitting down. And I was just like, are you a prick, man? No, I will say this. Um, I would say all the people yeah. at, at um, Queens of the Stone Age, it was um, everybody on the bottom bit yeah. that was mosh pits going oh, on and all the madness. Geez. But then everyone else was sitting. Really? Yeah. And there were a couple of Donnies who would like stand up. Yeah. <laughs> people behind <laughs> were going, fucking sit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just fair, just, just, yeah, just yeah. people. People being old in it. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. man. No, nah, like, it's, it's good. No, for me, it was good to know that I could sit down between the like, acts and stuff. And at the end, I had a little sit. I just, you know, got some weary old legs, Sean. Do you know what I mean? Weary old legs. Uh, how else have I been killing time? Oh, sorry. Anything else to bring to the table there? Uh, nothing that? exciting, bro. All right, cool. Um, 
couple things. What I've what I've been eating is right, and I've gen- this is something that I've genuinely just bought and tried out, right? And I really like it. I've been eating a, a high protein cereal. Like people have been asking how I lost weight, lost a bit of weight because I was a bit big. I was, well, I was wondering where the segue was. There was yeah, yeah, yeah you know, just get it in there. But um, it's called cereal, cereal, and it's just this like protein flavored cereal, vegan friendly, protein flavored, protein. Fl- sorry, protein, <laughs> protein heavy. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like this cereal called cereal, and it's like this protein-heavy cereal. Like it's high in protein, and it's what just kind of tastes protein? decent. Um, it's vegan, so I presume it's not animal protein. So it's going to be like a natural plant-based protein. Um, so you need to make sure it's not like soya in it. Really? Mm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Why? All right. Why do well, I need to you, do that? If you, if you, for instance, if you're training and you eat too many, too much, yeah, like soy protein or like things like edamame beans and stuff, yeah, it will like mess around with your testosterone like, really yeah people have grown like boobs on their back and stuff i knew someone that grew a boob on their back bro seriously mm-hmm. was it nice <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't see it or fondle it i didn't okay. did either of the two they use a mixture of soy and pea protein great for growth and repair you don't need to do a rocky and chug raw eggs there you go so it's a, it's a combination i would say yeah just just uh careful do, do, okay cool I've eaten seven boxes. It was, you know, it was, it was one of a uh, mate of mine who was uh, with a personal trainer for yeah. some years, and he was like, I think he found edamame beans, and he was like, "Yo, they're so high in protein, they're so high in protein." And it was his personal trainer that was like, "Bro, you need to stop." Wow, because I've yeah. seen those edamame beans that are like dried and salted, and they're like fifty grams of protein for hundred yeah, grams, bro. where chicken breast is twenty-five to yeah. thirty. Well, no, so I was like, oh, I'm so glad because I was about to start because you know I like a little. Um, forest mix or a little I do I know that, I like yeah. to graze on some nuts in the studio <laughs> casually all day long so I've been grazing on those nuts I oh, could have been grazing on those peas I feel like maybe I should have waited until you like, grew a breast, grew a breast I reckon I'd have a nice pair a of breasticle tits. on your knee or had a breast- oh, I, don't, I reckon um, <laughs> I reckon I reckon they'd be firm yeah I reckon um, I'd have a good nip on it as well you reckon yeah yeah I reckon so I reckon I'd be, like, I'd be like oi Sean eyes over here eyes over here oh sorry Mark sorry we've got a podcast to do bruv yeah alright um <laughs> Uh, so that's one thing if I'm I, doing. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. If I'm talking absolute <laughs> shit, yeah. Yeah, like please, like people let, let let me know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look look this up afterwards to make sure that I'm. But I did uh, like the the guy I'm telling you about, like the, the, on his back. He said it was on his back. Because I would have thought a boob. I thought his pecs would have turned to tits. No, yeah, she just grew. Smart. <laughs> when I heard about it, I was like, no. with a nipple. I believe so. I believe so. I thought you had to be born with nipples. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about the nipple bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then you've got nowhere to like, you know, give it a little <laughs> <laughs> Um If he was at school with us, we would have called him back to it, innit? Or tit back. Oh, he backed it. <laughs> back to it, tit back. Oh, oh man, fucking hell. Back bra. But um, yeah, the other, so that was me thinking about being healthy in the future in January. Okay. Um, so that's what I mean. I'll be eating more protein, and I think by having a little bit of protein from a cereal instead of just having you know a high carb thing here, or just you know just by shifting the needle a little bit into being healthy, is the one. You know me. I'm trying filtered water, like I've spoken about on the show. Uh, I'm just trying to like lean into healthiness, but just make it a lifestyle choice instead of like going crazy. And what I'm about to talk about is a bit different to that. Uh, it's the Coravin Three. It's a wine preservation system. I'm going to hand it over to Sean right now. But as I talk about, because I've actually. Um, discuss this on the show before it's a system where you can open a bottle of wine take a glass out and it doesn't open the bottle by taking the whole cork out a little needle goes through the bowl and it uses the power of some gas that you get in the can i think it's argon gas i believe it is uh to to pull out a glass of wine so you can sean have a civilized glass of wine put the bottle back and leave the bottle for a few weeks in fact i think this is years yeah 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 longer so it doesn't actually open the bottle and it re- because it replaces the uh, the liquid that's come out it replaces it with the gas so it's not like but isn't argon what you have in your fridge that's like it, uh, i think it but it's a type of it's a type of gas Sean. honestly I'm, i might be getting it wrong but i've used it before and i've not died yeah um you just got a, just got a boob on your back <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, instead of boom, my back. Um, I'll, I'll check if it is gas. What is it? I think contains yeah. gas. It is argon gas. It is argon it's gas. Argon, yeah. yeah, it is argon gas. But it's pressurized argon gas. On, I'm talking nonsense. Yeah, bro. there you go. It's talking absolutely nonsense. What is, what's argon in? Is it in windows? What? Come on. I don't know, man. I have no idea. 
I, I, Sean, I think you're aware that if I didn't even know what it was, I'm not going to know what where Argon's Are from. Are you carrying on? <laughs> All right, you're going to... Did you know? Top facts about Argon. Um, but yeah, so basically it pulls the liquid out of the bottle, puts some gas in. It's a noble gas, bro. It's a noble gas. Yes. So, it is, it, so it's on the... It's on the... Periodic table. Periodic table, yeah. So yeah, so I'm planning to open some glasses of wine, seal them. It's quite nice to have a glass of wine at the studio and know that you don't have to clap the whole bottle or pour it away. Because you it's can... It's a good excuse, though, it isn't it? Oh, it's going to go to waste. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't want it to go to... <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's an excuse, isn't it? Oh, God, then we'll have a quick one. But, um, but yeah, so that's what I've been killing some time with. Here we go. This, are you, do you know what this is really good for as well? What? If, you, if, you're, if you're very much into your wines and you, you've got like a, you know, maybe a bottle from 30 years ago, 20 yes. years ago even... Um, and you want to see whether it it at this point is per you know is perfect, or you might you might have it and be like, well, I think we'll leave that for another. That's the thing. Like, if you're a, a wine collector, or you're a wine collector that may not have enough budget to buy seven bottles of your favorite wine, yeah, you can now have one bottle of wine. Like you said, take a glass out of it, try, treat yourself, mm. try it, park it back up, and be like, I'll have some of you next year. A little glass of you. For I, like, I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's what, that's what the plan is. So yeah, being having a go at it. So yeah, there's different versions of it. There's some really smart versions of it as well that have like apps and stuff that connect to it. But the one I tried was the Corvin 3. So it's kind of just like a a bit more of a manual system. Slap it on the bottle, crack on. So if, for me, that model's a bit better for like someone like my dad. Because if I try and give him something that's like connected to an app, he's just, do you know what I mean? It's not for him. So for him, if yeah. it's manual, he can get involved. In what, the what, does, what, did it, what does that come in at? Let's have a little look here, man. Let's double check that there. Because that they, is important were, were, too. Were there two other iterations before this one? I believe there was, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just being a detective out here, bro. <laughs> you, are, you are sharp. <laughs> 299 quid. 289 quid. The two is 230 quid. There you go. Uh, so that's do you, it. Do you have to, do you have to, um, you have to like refill it or? You buy little cartridges of the gas. Yeah. So mm. you buy the gas from, from, from Corwin. So if you're drinking you know, pricey bottles of wine, I guess that could save you in a way because you're not drinking all the wine or wasting a bottle. So say, I'd, I'm not like a hundred pound bottle of wine guy, but if you were that kind of person, you could. Yeah, if you had like wine. a 1961 Chateau Margaux, which costs like, I don't know, five bags or five racks yeah. or whatever you want, yeah. something like that. And yeah. then, so that's like good investment. Exactly. Whereas if you're drinking like a bottle of Blue Nun. Yeah. Baby Shab. Yeah. <laughs> It's different. Then yeah, yeah, then you're like, yeah, uh, probably not. not sure. So there, okay. there you go. So that's what about we... the one with that? Is, is the one with the app like? A... It'll be a bit more, yeah. Bit yeah, I don't know. I don't know the prices. I can I can find out, but um, it's interesting. Okay, okay. We'll okay. put the price in the show description. We'll do mm. that, and then everyone can find out. The yeah. Coravin three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You, yeah, and and yeah, you get the. They also come with these little um things that you pop on it, like an aerator. Yeah. So it kind of just puts a bit of oxygen in the wine. Zhuzhes up the flavor a yeah, little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, Decan whilst decanting. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Sean, should we do some jokes? Let's do it. Time for some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a few. You're gonna, you're gonna kick off. Uh, yeah, I've got. I, look, I know I said we're gonna be doing longer ones now. Yeah, but I've got a couple of short ones, Sean, and I just feel like I've got to hit you in them real quick. Is right, that okay? Right, let's do this. Because you, because you have gotten to me about how bad some of them are. But I can't not tell you these. Yeah, but I like bad jokes. So okay, I met a magical genie. He gave me one wish. I said, "I wish I could be you." The genie said, "Would wish, but you will grant it." <laughs> I met a genie, magical genie. He gave me one wish. I said, "I wish I could be you." The genie said, "Would wish, but you will grant it." Would wish, oh. but you would got it. Oh, so bad. <laughs> so bad. I know. Oh. Oh, your delivery was ace, though. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I don't always whoop, but when I do, there it is. <laughs> No. 
Do you know what, yeah? Initially, initially I thought you were just doing your <laughs> hooping and hollering. hollering, hollering. <laughs> That's why I had it for you, bro. I love it, man. Uh, oh, okay, I cool. got a short one, I got a short one. Yeah, yeah go, go, go. That's what she said. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Two nuns are riding their bicycles around the back streets of Rome. Yeah. One nun looks over at the other and says, you know, I've never come this way before. The other, the other nun replies, must be the cobblestones. <laughs> I love not, him, I love I'm him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. When I read that, it took me like, <laughs> it took me a minute. It took me a minute. I'm not going to lie. I learned from a young age, listening to Dirty Old Jokes, when there's two nuns, the punchline's going to be whatever in it. Do you get me? Um, there's one that I know, I'll bring it to the show in the future about a nun doing press-ups in a cucumber patch. Like something oh, like I don't that. know that one. Yeah, I, do yeah. I do remember the one with the two nuns in the car and the devil... Um, comes down from hell, lands on the car, and then one of the nungas, the other one, show him your cross. And then she leans out and goes, get off our bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, so, all right, I've got a longer one for right, you. Right. I've only got a couple though, okay, right, okay, this week, right? All right? A woman goes into a funeral home to make arrangements for her husband's funeral. She tells the director that she wants her husband to be buried in a dark blue suit. He asks... Wouldn't it be easier just to bury him in the black suit that he's wearing right now? She says, no. She insists it's a blue suit and gives him a blank check to go and buy one. Look. When she comes back for the funeral, she sees her husband in the coffin and he's wearing a beautiful blue suit. She tells the funeral director how much she loves the suit and asks him how much it cost. He says, actually, it didn't cost anything. The funniest thing happened. As soon as you left, another corpse was brought in and this one was wearing a blue suit. I noticed they're about the same size and I asked the other widow if she'd mind if her husband was buried in a black suit. She said she was fine with that, so I switched their heads. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I like the way he thinks. Yeah, I like the way listen, he yeah. Sometimes you ain't got to bring the mountain to Muhammad, you bring Muhammad to the mountain, bro. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? Ooh. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> um, okay. I've got this is this is a pretty this is a pretty long joke. Okay. Yeah, you ready? Alright. <clears throat> Joe wanted to buy a Harley motorcycle. He doesn't have much luck until one day he comes across a Harley with a sale sign on it. The bike looks better than the new one, although it's ten years old. It's shiny and mint condition. He buys it and asks the seller how he kept it in such great condition for ten years. Well, it's quite simple, says the, says the seller. Whenever the bike's outside and it's got, it's got to rain, rub Vaseline on the chrome. It will protect it from the rain. And he hands Joe a jar of Vaseline. That night, his girlfriend Sandra invites him over to meet the parents. Naturally, they take the bike there. Just before they enter the house, Sandra stops him and says, I'll tell you something about my family. When we eat, we don't talk. In fact, the first person who says anything during the dinner has to do the dishes. No problem, he says. And then they go, Joe's shocked. Right in the middle of the living room is a huge stack of dirty dishes. In the kitchen, another huge stack of dishes piled up on the stairs in the corridor. Everywhere he looks, dirty dishes. They sit down to dinner, and sure enough, no one says a word. As dinner progresses, Joe decides to take advantage of the situation. He leans over and kisses Sandra. No one says a word. He reaches over and fondles her breasts. No one says a word. So he stands up, grabs her, rips her clothes off, throws her on the table, and screws her right there in front of her parents. His girlfriend, a little flustered, uh, her dad's obviously livid and her mum horrified when he sits back down but no one says a word he looks at her mum she got a great body too <laughs> Joe grabs mum bends her over the table <laughs> pulls on her panties and screws her every which way right there on the dinner table his girlfriend is furious her dad is boiling and mum is beaming from ear to ear but still total silence all of a sudden there's a loud clap of thunder and it starts to rain Joe remembers his bike so he pulls a jar of Vaseline from his pocket Suddenly the father shouts, fuck it, I'll do the dishes. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, that... <laughs> I just I just about saw that coming you. Yeah, that was good. That was good though. I like that. I like that. That's kind of similar to the one I just said. In terms of like the last little last minute. Yeah, yeah. Alright, I got I hope you like this one as well. Okay, okay. A man walks into a bar and says to the bartender, I've got a little man that plays a piano in my pocket. The bartender doubts the man, but the man insists, look, if I show you him, will you give me a free drink? Bartender says, all right then. The man takes a little tiny 10-inch tall man out of his pocket. 
Let me do that again. The man takes him out. Out of his pocket, the man whips a tiny little 10-inch long person, right? He's got a little piano and he plays a little tune. The bartender is amazed and gives him a free drink. But as he gives him the drink, the guy goes, if I show you how I did it, will you give me another free drink? The curious bartender obliges and the man says, there's a little wizard in my pocket that grants wishes. The bartender hands him another free drink and says, look, I've got one more request. Well, the man says, I've got one more request as he gets his second free drink. If I let you make a wish, will you give me another free drink? A third one. The bartender says, all right, cool. So he turns to the wizard and goes, I wish for a thousand bucks. All of a sudden, there's a massive poof of smoke. And when it settles, they are surrounded by a thousand ducks. The bartender says, I didn't ask for a thousand ducks. To which the man replies, I think the wizard's a bit deaf. I think the wizard's a bit deaf. Do you think I wanted a 10 inch pianist? <laughs> I saw that coming right at the end. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good yeah. one. Uh, and a good comment was someone said a thousand ducks is probably worth more than a thousand bucks. But, you know, anyway, I, good point. Yeah, yeah, very valid point. Yeah, yeah. Took a bit too yeah. serious. <laughs> Chill out, mate. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ooh, all right. A young man walks up, sits down at the bar. What can I get you, the bartender inquires. I want six shots of tequila, responded the young man. Six shots? Are you celebrating something? Yep, my first blowjob. Well, in that case, let me give you a seventh on the house. No offence, sir, but if six shots won't get rid of the taste, nothing will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Classic. Absolute classic, man. Got any more for me? I'm good for this week, bruv. I'm going to do one more for you. Yeah, yeah go on. I'm going to go one more. A husband comes home to find his wife with her suitcases packed in the living room. Where the hell do you think you're going, he says. I'm going to Las Vegas, she says. You can earn $400 for a blowjob there, and I figured that I might as well earn money for what I do to you for free. The husband thinks for a moment, goes upstairs, comes back down with his suitcase packed as well. Where do you think you're going, the wife asks. I'm coming with you. I want to see how you survive on $800 a year. I love that. Very couple. There you go, man. Um, so those were our jokes of the, the week. week. There you go. Week, week, um, week. Another thing that we do on the show, welcome to it. If you've your first time um, checking us out, is we like to look at some funky ass headlines. Um, I just absolutely love the headlines that I'm about to hit you with, Sean. It's probably one of my favourite headlines because it's wild, but it's not so wild that it's unbelievable. So you ready to hop into that? I want to do sound cut. Sound cut. You're yeah, good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Naked opera singer armed with a bow and arrow went on a rampage at a care home. Okay, this, this is why. <laughs> this is why earlier you were like, I don't know, this is. It was a ruse. That's what he said. It might be a ruse. Police had to taser Mark Holland three times during a standoff at a nursing home in Lancashire. Yo, in Lancashire? Yeah. Uh, bruv, I, my, my, my mind just went, oh, this is definitely in like. Florida or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact it's in the UK is what, isn't it? It's, it's wild. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, the naked opera singer was armed with a bow and arrow and was tasered by police after causing £3,000 worth of damage to a care home, a court has heard. What was he? He was just, what, shooting arrows around a care home? Bro. Not, like, not at old people, hopefully. Bro, like, I, I think, I think, oh, like, let's, be, let's be honest, right? He's clearly somebody who's at a care home, right? And he probably has to be at the care home, and he's having a bad day. Oh, but, as, as in, as in, he was there to he was there to perform opera. No, I think he was a resident. I think, I mean, what an opera show that is! You think he was a a resident? You think he's a resident? I was thinking that he was. I was thinking that he was like someone that went to perform for the old peoples, and then he he just got pissed off at his life. I have more information for you, Sean. Okay, please. Mark Holland, 63, bit okay, young to be in a care home, I think, but you never know, yeah, depends, yes. everyone's different. Went on a rampage after being told he wasn't allowed to leave Belmar Nursing Home in Livingston Ams. I actually know where this is, bro. It's is near. It? I went to uni in, 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 in up north and that's not too far. Livingston Ams, nice area, would be a fancy home. Because he wanted to go shopping on October the 2nd. The successful baritone who has performed worldwide lost his temper and armed himself with a bow and arrow. Where did he get this bow and arrow from? In the care home, bro. Oh my God, that is a massive oversight. Did do, it, do you think it's one of those regal ones? And above they, the fireplace? Yeah, yeah. You think it's one of those? It's a really nice... Do you reckon he was having his port and cheese? And he was like, I think I'm going to go shopping. And they're like, sir, unfortunately, you can't go. Hand me my rifle. <laughs> Hand me my rifle. Put and, his cords on. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. And drew for the, yeah, the regal bow and arrow that was... Oh, my God. Why am I ahead? Am I just thinking of him running around going like... <laughs> what did, I want to know, what did he shoot? Uh, say. Okay, let's get into it. During the intense standoff with police, Holland went on a wrecking spree causing £3,000 worth of damage. That's quite a lot. Um, the court heard he was only stopped after he was struck three times with a taser fired by police officers. Oh, this guy. Three tasers! Machine. Look. He was a voluntary resident at the home and is normally allowed his freedom, the court heard, but he flipped after care home bosses feared he had been drinking too much and told him he, he must remain indoors. Bought and cheese. Exactly. I was about to say, are they, like, are they cracking on? Like, well, crackering on. Tonight. Yeah, it's crackering. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hanging around with me is, is rubbing off on you, bruv. <laughs> rubbing off. Um, so, yeah, he, he was a drunk opera singer. Please, do you know what? Him singing opera, going around the home, that would be the absolute winner in this if you. Ah, <laughs> yeah, armed with it. Um, Paul Smith, who was prosecuting, said that disgruntled Holland suddenly broke out into song and appeared in his room naked. He did! Bruv, you, oh you, my you, you, it wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it does feel like something out of a film though, doesn't yeah, it? It feels yeah. like something like that. Um, he threatened staff who rang the police and evacuated residents to safe areas when Holland reappeared from his room wielding a bow and arrow and metal-tipped arrows. Bruv, he just had this bow and arrow in his room this whole time. This sounds like rich just, people's care home. Just in case. <clears throat> yeah. This sounds like a rich person's care home. To have a boat, I don't care. If you have anything other than pictures on your wall, you are now stepping into the realms of having more money, right? So, for example, a stag's head money, yeah? A crossbow, which I can only imagine is like dusty. It's probably like like a, an old, an old like captain of a ship had something like that back in the day. I really could like, have taken that on... Um... Could have taken out an Antiques Roadshow, innit? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Rich, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's probably one of the people that go on Antiques Roadshow and they tell him the price. Oh, that's nice. What are you going to do? Keep it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't need the Cause money. Cause like £3,000 yeah. worth of damage or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. We've got more details, Sean. The court heard he caused £2,800 worth of damage. See, I rounded Changing it up. Changing their story now. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. To the home. When he broke doors, set off fire extinguishers and threw concrete bricks at a visitor's car. Damn. I reckon he definitely hit a, has fired an arrow at a fire extinguisher. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I'm a little bit disappointed that more damage wasn't done with the bow and arrow. You, you're disappointed, that, yeah? That, yeah. You're almost that, a little bit let down. A little bit. Yeah. A what little would bit. be a good amount of damage for you? 10k? 20? No, but if the three grand was done with the bow and arrow, not like just grabbing a brick and dashing it at someone's car. That's probably the priciest thing though, isn't like, it? Like, I don't know, ruin their artwork. Find a nice canvas and destroy it with your bow and arrow. Do you know what though? I reckon in his, in his, in his angry in his angry state, in his unwell state, he probably still knew deep down that that would be a step too far. <laughs> he probably he probably went to throw the port everywhere and went, oh, 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 that's, oh that's a good one. That's, yeah, that's yeah, been there perfect. for 30 years. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the police said that it esca escalated quickly and they had to bring in a trained negotiator as they feared Holland would take hostage. What he should have done, right, 
it's got a um uh what's it called again? Uh uh what are they called? Conductor? Conductor to come in and be and be like rap, tell him to wrap it up, to slowly move his hands and be like, like, like I'm doing conductor moments and be like ah. You might have listened. There you go. Potentially, or it would have come to a crescendo and then he would have like <laughs> really badly injured someone. <laughs> <laughs> as, um, long, as long as none of the el- other elderly residents were hurt yes and it was just some some damage to some material things then like yeah yeah man and I've, i hope everyone that's had a bow uh, a crossbow face at them was okay as well because that's crazy um well, uh, let's hope let's uh, we at least know they're not going to be scarred for life yes this you is true I mean? that's true yeah you know i mean but um, no life matter at the same time yeah 100 and 100%. also they may not like opera anymore they may not like opera anymore. They might not like yeah, opera. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. true. That's true. Um, but yeah, three tasers. So he really, he really took, he really took it, man. He really, really took it. Guess how long he got in jail for it, Sean? Is it going to be like 28 days or something? A little bit more. Okay. Three months? Six months in prison, the judges said. Um, and he's just received, he just received £110,000 inheritance. So he's ordered to pay 3000 to the home. Uh, 250 pounds compensation to the car owner and 250 each in compensation to the staff involved in the evacuation of the residents. I like that, you know. That's cool. fair. Maybe a bit more than 250 though, isn't it? Like, ain't really good. he's got 110 bags in it, count, isn't mm. it? Yeah, but anyway, look, I hope you're well. But he's only um, 63, isn't it? So if, yeah. he, if, he, if he's knocked around for the next 30 years, it's not going to get in that far, is it? Isn't it really, is no, it? Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. I'm just going to buy, buy port and cigars and probably another mm. crossbow. Another yeah. crossbow. <laughs> Well, there you go. So that's one of my stories of the week. Um, have you got anything, Sean, or do you I want do. me to carry on hitting you? All got right, one. cool. I've got one. You ready? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> Stereo speaker battles blare Celine Dion tunes and torment a New Zealand city. Come on. Celine Dion making a comeback, bro. I've heard about this, but please share this with our listeners, Sean. I love, I'm so happy you spoke about this because I wanted to talk about this. A subculture has developed among Pacific Islander communities based on who can blast music. Often, Miss Dion's songs the loudest. Some call it too disruptive. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. So we're in a world, Sean, where I would think like when it comes to loud music, I'd be like, yo, Skrillex, dubstep. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be some drum and bass. Thrash metal. Or yeah, drum yeah. and bass, yeah. yeah. These guys have worked out the real loudest of the loud is the Dion that is Celine. Wow. Um, Power ballads are where it's at, bro. What? And I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out why Celine, why, why Celine Dion? What, I'm going to, I'm going to, have a guess. Have a I'm. Guess. I'm not. Qu- Sean. I'm not qualified. This is an area of specialism. You're. You're. You're asking me to speak about something, and I'm well under. I'm not. I'm not. I've never been qualified. I mean, but I feel like power ballad wise, my heart will go on. In my head, is the loudest power ballad that oh, I can think on. of. Absolutely yeah? banger. Um, she sings. For, she sings strong long notes, so maybe that helps when you're pumping tunes. Like I, because, I think you're on the right track here. <laughs> I don't even mean to do it anymore. <laughs> it was pun intentional. Pun intentional. Okay. All right, man. All right, um, so I'm gonna give you a little bit of context here. A small city, in New Zealand, plagued, plagued by siren battles. Cars decked out in loudspeakers, commonly used in emergency warning systems, and often blaring Celine Dion hits is calling on authorities to step in and end the noise. Speakers are so big they're used in emergency warning systems. Hey, brother, I've got a picture here, and it's like, like we're talking about. Oh, my, so these are the speakers that usually go, like end of the world speakers. End of the yeah. world speakers, yeah. It's a the battles are part of a New Zealand subculture where music enthusiasts cover their cars in up to a dozen of industrial speakers, loud hailers and sirens, then complete compete to have the loudest and clearest sounds. See, this ah, is where Celine's the clarity. C- Celine's coming into her own. Yes. I feel the, like. Near, far, <laughs> wherever you are. Bruv, they cruise around the streets or they sap in parking lots with yeah. their speaker competitions. But this is the thing, isn't it? How, how would you just blaze out Celine Dion and just be like, yeah, I reckon I'm, I reckon I'm winning this battle, you know? 
so it's all about clarity. I reckon, because do you know what? I think, is it Jonah Lomu? Jonah Lomu. Jonah Lomu, um, All Blacks, right? Mm. I think he had a car with really loud speakers in it. He was on a show. Was it like a pimped kind he of show? He did, didn't it? So he, I do remember that. So, and That's he used funny. to play tunes. But so, so, so I reckon all these guys, what they have to do is get in their cars, park them in one place, drive to another destination, and then two cars have a sound off in it. And they have to say, like, one presses play from a... There's got to be a remote control thing. Because if they've got, you know, these kind of flipping emergency service level speakers, I'm going to presume they've got a Bluetooth or an app that are you press play. Are you car. saying because it's Celine Dion, the, the fun has got to be safe? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll have bleeding ears. You get me at the end of it. Oh, well, do they? Bro, oh, Sean, bro, this is where the plot thickens. No, 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 but you are, you are right here. Uh, this, a, a report in local media outlet, The Spinoff, quoted the member of one siren group explaining Dion's music was popular because it is clear with high treble and not much bass. Right. But Baker says the siren kings of Porirua mm -hmm. are terrorizing residents with unwelcome takes on Dion's classics. Shit. They Damn. play half a song and tweak it on their things and make a screeching noise so it is not like you're listening to good music oh they like probably do like feedback loops that goes like it's a remix sounds fucking annoying if i'm honest <laughs> do you know what? it's like people that have really high-pitched loud exhausts but it's not a Ferrari that they're in. So I like I, I like meaty exhaust. Mm. I don't like. I don't like that. I went. That's what I like. Okay. Not, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think those kind of it's it's. I mean, do you know what? It's the kind of asbo worthy behaviour that I'm here for, because it's annoying. It's frustrating. People are people are trying, people are like contemplating moving away bro wow you oh, uprooting wow. people from their homes and it's not cool that's not cool come on but it's kind of cool. come on peeps it's kind of cool I <laughs> tell the truth you want to see kind of want to see one in it like, i want to see a battle now i, I want to see a battle i just yeah. don't want to see i don't, don't want to see yeah. like i'm sure in new zealand there's lots of like space yeah do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like drive drive a bit drive a bit further out wow what of can you imagine lord of the rings with celine dion blazing in the background <laughs> Got <laughs> an adventure. We got an adventure. What? What? But um, yeah, no. It's I, I like the sound of it, Sean. I, well, I won't like the sound of it. It's like people that live right next to the fun. Actually, you used to live near a fun fair, isn't it? Mm. Great, I'd think. Not great though, is it? Because you get all the noise and people with it, isn't it? Mm, yeah. But going to a fun fair is cool. But living in a fun fair, I don't know. Next to a fun fair, I don't know, man. I don't know. You tell me. Am I right? I, don't know. I mean, it was a pop up one, and it? So yeah. it wasn't like an all year round one because it probably would get a bit. Imagine that all year round. Imagine mm. that. Mm. Fucking hell. Yeah. But I love it, People Sean. People love a fun <laughs> I, I do love a fun <laughs> But do you know what, Sean? Thank you. for Because uh, I saw that and I was... I know you mentioned talking about it on the show, I think. And then, yeah, I was, I'm glad that you did. That's flipping great, man. So, um, I like, the thing is, we like loud music. Like, in our cars, you know, we've got the bass crump talking. Man's blacktivated his sound system in it, so it's sounding nice out there. <laughs> um, I love bass. I don't know if I love treble and hi-hat that much. I don't think that's a thing. But for them, I don't think it's for listening, driving experiences, for mm. how can we get the biggest sound out of our cars. It's, it's just purely competition. I don't know if yeah. there's any yeah. enjoyment from it. Yeah, man. No, I love I love bass, but it's balanced. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you've like, got to have balance. There are times where, remember back in the day, we'd be utes and we put massive bass boxes amps Ruff. everything in our cars Ruff. and then you just you couldn't <laughs> yeah you just couldn't hear any of the mids and, yeah. and highs there was nothing yeah. it was just it was just like yeah it was just pure bass yeah, it? It's and like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'd <pretty> <laughs> be like yeah, yeah we're the guys here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell um but yeah all right sean i've got one more story for you we'll get into super quick let's do it Suspected mushroom poisoning. Australian woman charged with three murders. This is going to make an amazing Netflix documentary. An Australian woman is suspected of poisoning her former in-laws and others with deadly mushrooms at a lunch she served. She's been charged with multiple accounts of murder and attempted murder. Three people died after Erin Patterson, 49, served Beef Wellington, a dish that includes mushrooms, to guests in July. While the three murder charges relate to the lunch, three of five attempted murder charges are linked to a separate incidents, separate incidents between 2021 and 2022. That means she's been trying to do this for a while, bro. Oh, she's perfecting. Yeah, man, she is. Patterson maintained she's innocent. She said she did not intentionally 
poison her guests at the family lunch at her home on the 29th of July in the Victoria town of, I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, Leongava. Toxology reports that the victims consume death cap mushrooms. It's in the name, bro. Yeah, yeah, death, bruv, definitely. She doesn't sound like a fun guy. Yeah, yeah, she, no, she's not. I mean, listen. Oh, you didn't. Oh, my. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sorry, we're terrible. We've not got mushroom for <laughs> many more of those jokes, Sean. All right. All right. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. <laughs> um, her former husband, Simon Patterson, had also been invited to the meal but was unable to make it at the last minute. The plot thickens. Yo, no. did, did they like, was it like Final Destination? Where like, because he was supposed to be there. Oh, he was supposed to he be there. He was supposed to be there and eat the death cat mushrooms, but he didn't. You know what? That film really scared me. You know, Final Destination, because <laughs> you kind of knew someone was going to get hurt. You got, it was just it was, waiting it was, the, to get hurt. it was the anticipation of it. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't like. That's horror. I don't like anticipation. Um, that's what gets me every time. Um, the police have not provided the details of the two attempted murder charges. However, it's known that one of the guests in the mill fell critically ill but survived. Uh, she's also been charged with three accounts of attempted murder. It just so happened that. It just so happened that everyone else ate it and she cooked all this food and didn't eat any of it. So I believe there's an update of this and I need to find it now um, because okay. she um, is in a she, she basically, I think she's trying to say, if I can remember it right, yeah. Um, I think she's trying to say that she ate the food as well and there was some of the mushroom stuff in there, but it's very easy if you make a beef wellington to put a little mark on it and know which bit of it to eat, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm. You yeah. get me? Yeah. Um, I'm going to get the update here. Mushroom murderer update. Mushroom murders is what it's called. I mean... The full timeline of the mushroom murder events. Right. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Go on. Sorry, sorry, Sean. I spoke over you, mate. You no, saying? no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I want to I hear the timeline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I want to. I want to. I want to hear her. Def- no, I want to hear her defense in it. What the defense? Oh my gosh! I All right. want to hear like what was her. All right, here we go. More details have emerged. Something's not quite right. Let's go. Erin Patterson has been accused of murder of a deadly mushroom meal. Was was in a Mel- Melbourne air traffic controller in two thousand and one before abruptly leaving in two thousand and two. At the time, she was not married to her ex-husband Simon Patterson and went by the name of Erin Scutter. 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 Former colleagues who do not wish to be named described her in as in one in one word as a loner. Hosh. That's a burn, isn't it? It's hosh. That's a like what might be apt, but still hosh. I know that's tough, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, someone who liked their own time, whatever. It's like me. Call me somebody who enjoys food. Don't call me a fatty, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> get me. Marcus enjoys the simpler things in life. Stupid. Do you get me? The way he could get me. <laughs> He's a simple man. Not the sharpest tool in the yeah, box. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, she'd say weird off the cuff things and just not get along with every, everyone. Like, oh, have you heard death cat mushrooms can kill your family? <laughs> but if you've got to put it in a beef wellington, you could probably eat one side of it and survive. Um, they also described her as secretive um, and why they'd gotten to know each other and about each why other's families. What are they being nosy for? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's <laughs> like, there quiet like minding her own business and it's like trying to get yeah, one up in her business exactly man you know what yeah. I, people find it weird isn't it weird how and I don't ever rib you for it we crack a joke about it that you're not a big fan of social media and you're not on it people are like that's a red flag I'm like no some people just ain't on the socials bro like do you know what oh, I mean? it's, a re- it's a red flag for, for to not be to on not the socials yeah like, oh, it's a bit dodgy I'm like no man man's got a life to live I don't know have you ever heard someone say oh you're not you are you are on them but you're not on them on them innit yeah so I would I, I suppose maybe I don't even hear the comments yeah <laughs> More for you, (laughs) loners. (laughs) Um, Right, so more information. So I've got more information. Right, so on the 29th of July, Erin Patterson served beef wellington pie to her guests at her house, which included former parents-in-law Don and Gail and Patterson. So Don and Gail Patterson, which is her ex-husband, Gail's sister, Heather Wilkinson, along with Heather's husband, Ian. Patterson's, his parents both died, along with Heather. Heather's husband, a 68-year-old Baptist church pastor, Ian Wilkinson, survived, but was put in a coma for two months. Wait, fuck. So she did all this because she wanted to kill her ex-husband's parents? We, yeah. I, you already, I, you've already divorced the brother, innit? Like, or, or, or he did. Or anyway, whatever. Look, if it was mutual, we don't know. But 
You're not married to him anymore. Why have you got to go off to his parents for? I'm sorry to end this on a cliffhanger, Sean. <sighs> but we're, we're going to have to wait for more time. information to come. But let's just say I've been pretty accurate with my guesses this week, haven't I, on the show? Let's be honest, bro. You have like, been. I've been naked opera singer, <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Um, your story, I was getting quite accurate there as well. So I'm going to say, right, I reckon it's this. She went for inheritance. I reckon there was some clause somewhere. Maybe she wasn't fully divorced. Maybe it was divorced, but not on paper. Whacked the whole family and she gets everything. Like if his parents died, he'd get the cash. But if his parents died and she died... Goes to the sister. Yeah. But if it doesn't, it goes like, to the second cousin. Yeah. <laughs> inviting she everyone was just in. Like, she was just like, come in everyone. <laughs> and, I, and I think, I read somewhere that she did get, she had a little bit of the death cap in her system. And I reckon if you're going to, if you it's came to someone's smart, house, yeah, yeah if you came bit. to someone's house, she's like, sorry guys, I'm not having any beef Wellington. And everybody died except for her. Or most people died except people for her. People would be like, I reckon there's something yeah. a bit dodgy going on. Here. Yeah, but if she also had the beef wellington, she'd be like, I don't know what it is. Like, who who put the death cap mushrooms in this beef wellington that I prepared? <laughs> <laughs> I was just fortunate that I just yeah. had like, you know, one twentieth of yeah. whatever everyone else had. Oh, that was it. She's tried to say here that she bought them from a, a store. No shop in the world would even risk selling that stuff unless the shop was called How to Kill Someone. <laughs> How to kill an owl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless it was like the murder shop, like we have death cap mushrooms or mm. cyanide. You know I me? Mean? Or here's that stuff that is it cyanide that's inside peach seeds? Inside what peach, peach seeds? Peach seeds, yeah. There's something. There's something in there. There's something that's peach seeds or apricot stones, stone seeds. Whatever. Yeah, that actually rings a bell. Yeah, I can't remember. It's cyanide, maybe something like that. But yeah, it kills people, which is why you shouldn't try and eat the insides of like. I think you have to eat like a hundred insides of stones, which. If you do that, you're probably not going to be very well anyway. But anyway, look, I'm babbling on. <laughs> we have to get out of here, Sean, because um, this is a late night record. Um, it's been good seeing you as usual. Likewise, bro. Uh, it's been great. I've been killing some time with you. Um, loving the community growth on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, and on TikTok. So check all of those at How To Kill An Hour. I'm Marcus Bronzy at How To Kill An Hour. Where can we find you on the internet, Sean? Not on the internet. <laughs> Not on the internet of things. Yeah, man. Um, we've also got some really cool stuff coming up to tell you about. Please remember to support our sponsors and the people that support us because by supporting them, you're supporting us. Big up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Safe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.